Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Self-Evident Podcast. You've got our boy Massey. That's right. And he looks even better in person. Are you ready for this? Let's let's show this beautiful, beautiful man. See the smile? Mike, you started before I even unmuted you. You gave me the thumbs up. Here we go again. I gave you a finger. I, I, oh, just want you to everybody hear that. Stop, everyone. Everyone, stop. (laughs) This is EZ's last show (laughs) as producer. We want to thank you, him, for trying. Everybody send him a congratulations (laughs) for screwing it all up. And uh, we'll go from there, guys. Did you hear that? He, he gave me the finger. That's what he just told me. Did you hear that? No. I mean, does it matter? You said finger, right? I mean, what is what are people supposed to think? What are people supposed to think? Are you racist? Is that what this is? I'm American. (laughs) Puerto Rican American. Oh, waiting for all the people to go. Puerto Rico's a part of America. I'm gonna move over because nobody told me I was not center in the shot. You know, I so so while we're doing this, (laughs) you guys. We've got people on. So here, I have favor. I have favor to ask you, because this morning we held Biden, president, uh, dictator, error. I can't even talk like this if I want to, but I uh, have coffee. And uh, guys, why don't you hashtag the word? Where are we, we at? have people watching, we you know. All right. So like hashtag live liberated and comment where you're at this morning. Share the video as well. Hashtag the word live liberated. If you don't know how to spell it, it's right behind Mikey. There it is. There it is, Mikey. And uh, comment where you're from. Get those comments moving. Share the video as well. Uh, tell your friends to search us. The algorithm goes up. Uh, we're noticing uptick in these things, in these, in these thingies. Well, especially because we had carry on last week. So, Bro, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll say this. I'm not jealous of my wife. I'm angry with her because every time she gets on the podcast, she gets more hits than we do. Yeah. It must be the looks. It really is. It is. I mean, she's it gorgeous. Is. It is. You know, she's got that the hair, you know, and they got the makeup and the earring and, things. And I'm sure plenty of our listeners are are women. And so they connect with her more. And so all I'm going to say, guys, is you're all sexist. <laughs> I said it. I and- feel fat shamed. <laughs> They're not watching because I'm fat. <laughs> You're big nose shaming him. Oh! <laughs> now, now, my chin makes it look normal. That's true. That's true. That's so true. I gotta, okay, I got to tell this story. One time I was driving with a buddy. We were, I don't know what we were doing. We were hanging out. And I asked him, I was like, dude, do I have a big nose? He's like, no, your chin makes it look normal. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's good to know. So, Massey. Guys, again, com- <laughs> com- comment where you're from. Hashtag the words live liberated. They didn't do that the first time. Share they? the video. Yes. Well, they, you know, some do, some don't. You know what I mean? Do us a favor. The comments get the things up and then the people watch the thing. And then the, the thing, thing becomes the, the thing. Stuff in the things. We hold these shoes to be, you know, the thing. In the words of our illustrious air, air dictator. Today we are talking about Biden. <laughs> Today, and today, we are talking about Biden. He is air oh. dictator of America. America with a K. K-k-k-k-k-k. America, KKKKK, in the words of Spike Lee. Don't come after me, Spike Lee. It's just a joke. Okay. 
Are we ready for this? So I just want the world to see this cup right here. I, I, uh, Biden gave right a speech in front of in, uh, just he, before, before yeah, we show, continue. show the cup, show the cup. I want everybody to know those percentages are accurate for those listening. Massey is officially 20% stud, 80% muffin. That's it. I mean, I just want you all to know. Now, we are doing a fundraiser to raise his stud percentage. <laughs> if you donate now, we will have the opportunity to raise that percentage to 25, maybe 30%. Maybe 30. 30 would be good, guys. Could you imagine a 30-70 split of stud to muffin? Hey, there's a whole lot of muffin here. <laughs> There is. Anyways, let's continue. Sorry, we're we got. So, Are you so, fat shaming so, so, yourself? Yes, I am. We we got to really talk about. We we said this on the podcast Friday. Uh, my beautiful wife uh, was on, and she did so good, man. She's so she's so awesome. We started talking about the Biden speech, and yeah. and and um, what happened was that Thursday night. Uh, I, apparently, it wasn't live televised. It was it was underground, kinda. It wasn't really like promoted, pre recorded. I think so. Really? I don't, I don't I know what know it was. Someone so, someone had said that. So if huh. if I'm wrong, please. Tell me that I'm I'm off I, here. I wouldn't be surprised if they're pre-recorded because it's amazing. He can get two sentences he can get, together. He 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 is he can't he can't. <laughs> I'm doing it now. I'm channeling <laughs> he, Biden right he, now. He he, he can't uh, he even. Can, he can't even. He I mean, can't even. When you're speechless to talk about your president, it's like ooh. Uh, well, boys, uh, we're in for a long haul on this one. <laughs> they say the opposite of love is not hate; it's apathy. When you can't even talk about your president, maybe you're in apathetic mode. Uh, so he, he had these wonderful remarks. He really unified the nation, yes. you know. And, so let's talk about that. And we've got some exclusive content on this. But first, but first, I know I, I gave a little hint. Easy. Don't be too quick. Now, he gave a speech in front of Independence Hall uh, to show America and liberty and freedom and all that stuff. Uh he even had an American flag, guys. I want you to know he had an American flag. And he even had a couple of Marines standing behind him. Uh, some crazy people considered this speech, you know, vengeful, divisive, angry, maybe even a little Hitler-esque. But we're not going to invoke Godwin's Law here. Now, I want you to just see the picture of our president in his glory giving this speech. I want you to recognize how amazing he yeah. looks um, with such a beautiful backdrop, really. So go ahead, throw it up easy. Let's, let's see this picture of our, our, uh, Wrong one. Oh, Oh, sorry. Sorry. Oh, no, geez. no, man. Oh, let's, let's go back yeah, to the first. This is his last podcast, by the way. He's all <laughs> screwing it up over but here. I want to see that. Where'd you get that picture from easy? Oh my gosh. Uh, uh, you know, I, I don't blame you though. You Google search, you click on the first thing you see. It, it's amazing. Now, what I will say, it's, yeah, what I will say is we do have some exclusive content. We do. Are you ready? I'm ready for the exclusive content. We've got exclusive content. We're we, serious about this, guys. We are. We got cameras into Biden, Biden's uh, uh, pre speech talk with his staff, um, just kind of kind of uplifting them and and i want you guys to know how hard we work to get this so let's let's go ahead and and watch this because it really rounds things out sure, for you sure do on his speech i know no one seems to want to discuss this but if we're to be prepared for any eventuality then it can't be ignored any longer 
The red report in front of you has been vetted by several demolition specialists. Now, it concludes that the most logical delivery system for the terrorists to use would be an airborne attack. A separate report has been filed suggesting a train, despite the fact that the tunnels surrounding Parliament have been sealed shut. Who filed that report? Chief Inspector Finch. Do you have any evidence to support this conclusion, Mr. Finch? No, sir. Just a feeling. If I am sure of anything, Inspector Finch, it is that this government will not survive if it is to be subject to your feelings. Mr. Dascombe, what we need right now is a clear message to the people of this country. This message must be read in every newspaper, heard on every radio, seen on every television. This message must resound throughout the entire interlink. I want this country to realize that we stand on the edge of oblivion. I want every man, woman, and child to understand how close we are to chaos. I want everyone to remember why they need us. Ronald Reagan once said, the, the 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 most dangerous words ever uttered were I'm from the government and I'm here to help you. <laughs> I agree. I do. I do. And uh Herr Biden <laughs> und our leader our leader said this is where America made its declaration of independence to suffer more than two centuries ago with an idea unique among nations. <laughs> That in America, we are all created equal. This is where the United States Constitution was written and debated. This is where we set in motion the most extraordinary experiment of self-government the world has ever known. So there you go. Listen to what he said. This is where we set. This is what his I own speech. I, you did. They're all leaving the, the show now. But listen to what he said. This is where America made its declaration of independence to the world more than two centuries ago. This is what he said in his speech. It's a beautiful part of the speech. Listen to this. And guys, we're being serious about this. Why we're making fun of it is because, look, he's easy to make fun. <laughs> but like, if you listen to the speech, this we is like why low we, hanging. This food. is this is why we need to be vigilant and sober. This is why we, we do this, right? This is where America made its declaration. He said, with a unique idea among nations, that in America we're all created equal. This is where the United States Constitution was written and debated. This is where we set in motion the most extraordinary experiment of self-government the world has ever known. Self-government. Does that include vaccine self, mandates? Self-government. <laughs> Leave me alone. Get out of my business. Even if people are against you and they speak against your government, they speak against your, 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 your reign as president, it's a self-government issue. It's not a government issue. This this speech was full, so full of contradictions. And, and really what we want to do by the end of this is show you what to do, how to stand against this crap, because we're going to show you things. Guys, this is nothing new. We're going to pull out speeches from 1775 by the king to the parliament about the American colonies and how they were seditious, too. Now, I do want to read to you before we get started in this, and, and I'm I'm being serious on this part. The next day. Biden came out and said this, and I want you to remember this when we're reading through some of the stuff he said, reading through what King George said, right? But hear this. Biden said, I don't consider any Trump supporters a threat to the country. What? Right? First off, comment if you listen to his speech or pieces or excerpts of it. Oh, it was 
And then he comes out the next day saying, I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't say that. I wasn't saying that they were against. Yes, you did. Right. I do think anyone who calls for the use of violence refuses to acknowledge an election, changing the way you count votes. That is a threat to democracy. That's not a joke. Gosh, dude. Maxine Waters, Chuck Schumer, Hillary Clinton, Elizabeth Warren, just to name four calls to violence, questioning elections, uh, calls to change votes. Notice Democrats voted the way no. to vote okay. in the states the year before. Listen, if Trump gave this speech, right? <laughs> no, no, listen. Yeah, if he right. said the Democrats are a threat to divisive president, the most divisive in history, uh, seditionist, like literally every single, almost every single title by every single news article, and we should know this by now, we're like, this was in most needed speech. It was iconic. It was fiery. It wasn't divisive. Wartime. He was you warning know, us of like, what's coming. Yeah. I, and, and this may get us banned, but I have to say this. And if we do, don't forget to check out the podcast file on SoundCloud, Spotify, all of that stuff. Yeah, subscribe. Right? So what I'm about to say, hear this. Let's make this comparison. And I do this comparison kind of tongue-in-cheek, but you'll understand why. So he said, too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Let me reread this. Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. The Jews represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Listen to that. All I did was replace one one section of nouns with another noun. Right? He continues. The Jews do not respect the Constitution. They do not believe in the rule of law. They do not recognize the will of the people. They refuse to accept the results of a free election, and they're working right now, as I speak, in state after state to give power to decide elections in America to partisans and cronies, empowering election deniers to undermine democracy itself. Jewish forces are determined to take this country backwards. Now, half tongue-in-cheek, but all I did was replace Donald Trump, MAGA, with Jews. Yet... We're here. <laughs> Dude, well, see, and think about this, right? So the Jews were are under the Torah, right? They're 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 under uh, the Old Testament law system, right? Right. Listen to this. Listen to what Biden said after that, right? He says they're they're determined to take our country backwards, backwards to an America where there is no right to choose. Choose what? Sin. No right to privacy. Privacy of what? Sin. No right to contraception of what? Sin. No right to marry who you love. Sin. They promote authoritarian leaders. Uh-oh. I find it funny. When you have to do that, you're an authoritarian yourself. Right. You know what I mean? They fan the flames of political violence that are a threat to our personal rights because BLM didn't do it, because this is the narrative consistently pushed on the pursuit of justice through the rule of law and the very souls of our country. By the way, he said something very alarming. Something that even Fox News doesn't do. He called us a republic, which is, wow. He actually said the word for once. Republic, which right. means representative. But here's the difference. I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to start. I'm going to go on this discourse real fast to educate. A democracy 
It's where mob rule. 51% of the people want something. That's what we go after. That's what a democracy does. We have a democratically election system, a democratically run election system where the majority will vote for somebody who will represent them. A republic is where representatives go and represent you in the square, right? right? That's what they do. They debate, pass laws. Here's the here's where we're different than even a, a republic. We're a constitutional republic. When we elect representatives, they are now held to a rule of law. The the representatives are held to a rule of law. See what I'm saying? They can't mm -hmm. just elect laws willy-nilly. That's what the republic has turned into. Forget the constitution. We just we'll, we'll do the will of the people. That's why they keep saying it's we the people. The we the people chant written in the in the, in the Constitution in the preamble was not so that we can go against the Constitution. <laughs> it was saying we the people wrote this Constitution to stop federal government. Yeah, and that's that's something that I want to point out is don't you notice that the person the the people invoking we the people right now are the ones at the top, the ones that the Constitution is actually written yes. to stop. We're the people. That's right. The people who elect them. We right? are in authority. Yeah. But the people must be held under the rule of laws as well and have morality, right. which is where the gospel comes in, right? This is why our country's so messed up. This is why we can't get an election right. This is why we're always like, who's the next thing? What's the, you know what I mean? We're, we're almost after, and I'm being cautious here. I don't, I don't want to say this as a general rule, but a lot of people are involved in, 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 the, in the era of idolatry. Like, yeah. who can we get next? Who do we run in there? Dude, it's, it's, it's when we get principled men. Those are the ones they ignore. The yeah. real principle, like the Ron Pauls, the right. you know people who have run in the past who we say, man, that's a good dude. I think Ben Carson's one of them. Was he perfect? No, but I mean, he would have been a great, I think, representative of the people. Because we'll, we'll chase after char charisma? Charisma. We'll, we'll chase, I think that, so. chase after charisma. We'll chase after personality. And let's not get it yeah. wrong. Donald Trump did a lot of good things, right? Yeah. So we're not even saying that. What we're saying is we're almost looking after personality instead of people who um, um, are after rule of law. What's right. cool is I believe Donald Trump started to change towards the end of his presidency in the first term. I think a lot of people were speaking in his ear. I think I had a lot of, he had a lot of people praying for him. I think there was people that were like, ah, we can't do that, boss. We can't do this. Mm -hmm. Did he do a lot of bad things? Absolutely. I, 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 there's, there's, there were some bad things he did. Um, but what, what happens is we're now forced to choose, right, between the lesser of two evils. Right. But the evil is so great that it's like, God, I, I mean, I'm almost choosing, <laughs> Lord, between – you know what I mean? Like it's it's yeah. back in the day. I don't think the evil was like that, you know, because the people it wasn't perfect. What, what I'm saying. But you, you see what I'm saying? We're, we're forced between these two choices when it never should have to, been that way in the first place to go along with that. If you look at, say, JFK, JFK probably would have been a Republican today, you know. And so I think I think you're saying something that's true of. The, oh, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he oh, was what corrupt is it, the too. Oh, like, absolutely. It's but, crazy because like, like the, we can't find a perfect person. That's why the, I'm saying. If you supported Donald Trump, good. I mean, that's good. We right. got some stuff back. We got the nation on, on, a, on a course, which was good. Right. But what I'm saying is like the Overton window shifted so much. I know. That JFK today would be considered a Republican. And so what you're talking about is we have to stop seeing it as morality is relative. There you go. Because there you what, go. We, what we tend Great to see point. is, well, morality is relative from where I'm sitting. No, morality is objective. Yeah, dude. So if things are swinging way over there, yeah, that just means they're getting more and more wicked. So, yeah, you may be voting for the lesser two evils. I hate doing that. Me too. But it, it's, it's always existed. Right. It's, it's always existed, right? I mean, you, you had I, – I, again, let's, let's go back to this. We needed someone who was strong to carry values. Right. 
So Donald Trump come out, you know, a lot of people doubted him. I mean, Shapiro talked about it. a lot of oh, people yeah. were like, you know, he was Democrat for a long time. Is he really going to be, a, you know, a represent Republic, Republican platform and values? I got to be honest. We commented on it. Yeah, you know? I got to be honest. He did a lot of good things. You know, like you, if, if you were to look at this objectively, forget the rhetoric, forget all mm-hmm. that stuff. There was principled things that he put in place. It was like, gosh, you know, you can't can't get out. And then the imperfections because the media was so against him outweighed his, what he did right. that was good for the nation economy, uh, bringing back the Keystone pipeline, uh, putting, putting was Israel back as it's, it's, uh, the, the embassy, embassy in, back in, in Israel and yeah. Jerusalem. Uh, I think you saw these things happening. Now I think you see uh, people now where they comment and they're almost like, well, so now you're defending Trump. No, 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 that's not what I'm doing. What I'm doing is a man's fruit defends himself. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to defend the dude. His actions spoke for himself. He did a lot of really good things, right? But this guy in office right now, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. This puppet in office right now, he's a puppet. He's a straight-up puppet, and he's a shill for the demonic. I'm, I don't care if we get banned for this. It's the truth. What he's promulgating and what he's pushing is legit. They, they needed someone like him to do it because there's no morality anymore. There's, like, yeah. no check and balance. There's no, like... Man, maybe we should rethink this. It's like the old guy will do it. I'm, let's let's just get real. He'll he'll push I, this crap. I really wonder if they picked him because they knew he was an empty vessel. He was an empty vessel. It still is. He can't think straight, right? right? So then it's like we'll just push everything we can down the pike, right? So if Congress or if the Supreme Court said we don't have any business in these rulings that belongs to the states, basically, right? Well, we'll force it then. Yep. That that's what they wanted the whole time. This is what they wanted. They want this is why executive orders are dangerous, right? Because we'll we'll, we'll get it taken care of one way or another. That's what Obama did. Oh yeah, I've got a pen and a phone and yeah know. yeah yeah. If they want Congress won't act, I'm going to do it then. What's the point of Congress if you can do it? Yeah. Right. And so Trump did it too. Bush did it too. It's not. You, you know what I'm saying? Like we've got to get back to that standard slowly. I, I I'm praying quickly, but we've got to get back to the standard of okay. It's not about what me thinks. What does the law say? And that, that is so important because what you notice with what he's doing right now, he's completely twisting the idea of the Constitution. So you look at it. He says, look, the Republicans do not respect the Constitution. They do not believe in the rule of law. They do not recognize Jeez. the will of the people. They refuse to accept the results of a free election, and they're working right now as I speak in state after state to get power to decide elections in America to partisans and cronies, empowering election deniers to undermine democracy itself. <laughs> that, <laughs> how, many, how many Democrats teach Constitution courses? <laughs> no, 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 let's get straight. Let's shoot straight here. How many Democrats teach Constitution courses? Right. A majority of Republicans at least have taken a Constitution course once or twice. See what I'm saying? Well, and that's it's it's funny because I was listening to something where somebody commented on the fact that if you drive down the street and you see an American flag outside of their house, you probably know which party they voted for. Absolutely. That's the point that we're at. And so what I find funny is Biden, Pelosi, Schumer, all of them. They only reference the Constitution, America, liberty, the founders, when it helps them get their agenda forward. Now, the funny thing is, when conservatives tend to reference the Constitution, it's not because we want more power. It's because we want to limit power. We want to remove 
grabbing for authority and power. And so we have to realize that he is twisting words. He's twisting ideas. He's, he's trying to put it all onto your plate because mark my words, he's not talking about this fringe 2%, 3% group. He's talking about you. He really is. He re he's not talking when he says MAGA Republicans. He means everybody who voted for Trump. Absolutely. Which isn't it Absolutely. funny? Absolutely. To go along with that. They tried everything last time to nullify nullify the votes of 81 million people. How many did Trump get? So what, 74, 76 million? Okay. So you're trying to call 74, 75 million people extremists because they voted for Trump. Because they voted for Trump. Now, he comes out the next day and he says, well, well I, I didn't mean, you know, people who voted for Trump. I just mean this. No, you meant all of them. Yeah. You really did. Yeah. No. You, let's let's go with your word. Because there, there were many people who voted for Trump who weren't like the MAGA train. They did it because they saw the values. Right. They could not vote for killing babies, guys. They could not vote for bathrooms trying to remain gender whatever. They could not vote for allowing people to put their kids in a, in a, in a surgery, in a, in a surgery, uh, life altering surgery situation. They couldn't vote for immorality. They couldn't vote for. So what was the what was the best choice? Right. It was Trump. Right. They're not all on the train of, 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 of the MAGA stuff. Dude, I even wonder. The, the whole the whole idea of make America great again. Right. It's now become a, a bad catchword. Make America great again. Right. When, when the whole intention of it was America was great. Because it was strong, because economically it was strong, because militarily it was strong, because we didn't have to use force to keep it strong. Right. So America had had a, a great education system, right? People were free. You could carry a firearm because that's a Second Amendment right, right? People could choose a religion of their choice. Gosh, dude, even Joe Rogan now is saying to the Bumble, uh, the Bumblebee guy, the Babylon Bee guy, when he was saying every religion's respected except Christianity. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, God's getting the guy. And God's and, gonna get him. And, I'm telling you, I, I I call it now. I'm praying that man. I call I would, it now. I would love to see Rogan come to Christ. Uh, Rogan even said. It's time to vote Republican. Now people are wanting Spotify to ban him because he said vote Republican. And that's the fruit. That is the fruit right there. That's right, Andrew. We that's had morals. who Biden's talking about, yes. right? We had, you know? we had morals and unity to keep America strong. He's right. Yeah. We, had, we had a common morality <clears throat> and, that made America strong and great. And I would argue along with that, we had common morality which undergirded the, the freedom of liberty. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so if liberty does not have a moral... Uh, uh, framework behind it, liberty becomes licentiousness. It becomes vice. True. But with a moral framework, liberty produces. And if we look at why America became great, it was liberty. I, I understand. Okay. Right. There was slavery. There was there was racial oppression. We hate and loathe that. But what? Because it doesn't ultimately open up liberty for but, people. But but go with that. So right. we had national tragedies back then. Yes, we did. Nobody's denying that, right? Haven't there been national tragedies in 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022? Uh, lockdowns. Lockdowns. We had we had the BLM protests, right? And 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 here we are saying that America's on the hook for everything that was bad, right? When America doesn't even have a majority of the population in the world. But you notice it's it's a picking and choosing of what America <clears throat> is on the hook for. I will I will say this till I'm blue in the face, America imported something like 300,000 slaves 
350, Bra- wasn't it? Three, yeah, something like that. Brazil, 3.4 million. I don't hear you Where are the protests in Brazil? Right. Here. Where, where are the protests against Muslim countries who still are doing this? Saudi Arabia didn't outlaw slavery until 1960. I don't see any protests about that. Nope. I don't see any protests about the Ottoman Empire importing millions upon millions of slaves. I don't see anybody protesting about Islam moving through the coasts of the Mediterranean, Europe, and enslaving millions upon millions of white people. No, this is opportunism. That's all it is. So let's let's go with this for a second because this is good. This is good stuff. I'm going to show you this is nothing new, guys. You who are watching, you are on YouTube or whoever, you, listen, this is nothing new. This is exactly what the King of England did 200, 242 years ago, 243 years ago or more, okay? Watch, 247 actually. He wrote this to Parliament. He did this speech in front of Parliament, I should say, on October 27th, 1775. And our founders actually had it read during the Constitution or during the convention Mm -hmm. when when they got together to um, not convention, but the what's it called? The Continental Congress. Continental Congress. There you go. I just want to read some excerpts from this thing that the king was talking about with Parliament. Hang on tightly with me and notice the similarities. Okay, Hang on here. The present situation, this was on October 26, 1775. The present situation in America and my constant desire to have your advice, concurrence, and assistance on every important occasion have determined me to call you thus early together. Those who have long successfully labored to inflame my people in America, he owns the people, by gross misrepresentations and to infuse in their minds a system of opinions repugnant to the true constitution of the colonies. Are you hearing the similarities? The Republicans are against the Constitution. He's saying that these people are infusing the minds of the colonists with things against the Constitution of the colonies and to their subordinate relation to Great Britain now openly avow their revolt, hostility, and rebellion. They've raised troops and are collecting a naval force. They've seized the public revenue and assumed themselves a legislature, executive, and judicial powers, which— which they already exercise in the most arbitrary manner over the persons and properties of their fellow subjects. And although many of these unhappy people may still retain their loyalty and may be too wise not to see the fatal consequence of this usurpation and wish to resist it, yet the torrent of violence has been strong enough to compel their uh, acquiescence till sufficient force shall appear to support them. You know what? We need to go over there and fight now because these guys are becoming, and you know what? They're stirring the pot a little bit, right? <clears throat> the authors and promoters of this desperate conspiracy have in the conduct of it derived a great advantage from the difference of our intentions and theirs. They're reading too much into what we're doing. They're creating this is what he's saying. They meant only to amuse by vague expressions of attachment to the parent state and the strongest uh, protestations of loyalty to me while they were preparing for a general revolt. They were saying they were with us as Americans, but really what they were doing was creating something as a revolt. That's what they were doing. Dude, does anybody notice the similarities of this? Watch this. It has now become the better part of wisdom, of clemency, to put a speedy end to these disorders by the most decisive exertions. For this purpose, I have increased my naval establishment and greatly augmented my land forces, but in such a manner as may be the least burdensome to my kingdoms. Do you know how far Great Britain went into debt because of this war? He lied to him. It's not going to be a burden to the taxpayers, guys. We just need to do this to really make sure we need to crush. Right, this. right, 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 right. 
And I want to I, I want to show you this. Here's another one. This uh, July, uh, this was read on July 8, 1775. Here's another one. This is where the king actually addressed our um, Continental, Congress. Continental Congress. He says this. Whereas many of our subjects in diverse parts of our colonies and plantations in North America, misled by dangerous and ill-designing men. What did Biden call them, uh, MAGA Republicans? Guys, seriously, this is this is so stupid. And if you can't see this is tyranny, and if you can't see that we've got to be active now, you're never going to change. The whole reason that our founders even stood against us is because they saw tyranny. Watch this. And he goes, they're, they're, they've been misled by dangerous and ill-designing men and forgetting the allegiance which they owe to the power that has protected and sustained them. They forgot who their allegiance lies to. Watch this. <clears throat> After various disorderly acts committed in disturbance of public peace to the obstruction of lawful commerce and to the oppression of our loyal subjects hearing on the same. Now, keep going. Do, do you have more? Because I want to do a comparison of that speech with it fresh in people's minds and some okay. of what Biden said. We got the gist. He was calling our founders insurrectionists, ill-designing men, uh, promoters of, 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 of insurrection, promoters of tyranny, promoters of uh, what, what, what was that word that he used? Um, like a plot to basically destroy our government. Conspiracy. Conspiracy. Yep. So that's what <clears throat> the king was saying about our founders. Go ahead. This is what Biden is saying about MAGA Republicans. MAGA Republicans have made their choice. They embrace anger. They thrive on chaos. They live <laughs> not in the light of truth, but in the shadow of lies. But together, together, we can choose a different path. We can choose a brighter path forward to the future, a future of possibility, a future to build a dream and hope. And we're on that path moving forward. We're all called by duty and conscience to confront extremists who put their own pursuit of power above all else. Democrats, independents, mainstream Republicans, we must be stronger, more determined, and more committed to saving American democracy. And MAGA Republicans are destroying American democracy. We, the people, will not let anyone or anything tear us apart. Today, there are dangers around us we cannot allow to prevail. Are you hearing this? We hear. You've heard it. More and more talk about violence as an acceptable political tool in this country. It's not. It can never be an acceptable tool. So I want to say this plain and simple. There is no place for political violence in America. Period. None. Ever. You saw law enforcement brutally attacked on January the 6th. We've seen election officials, poll workers, many of them volunteers of both parties, subject <laughs> to intimidation and death threats. And can you believe it? Wow. FBI agents just doing their job as directed, facing threats to their own lives from their own fellow citizens. On top of that, there are public figures today, yesterday, and the day before predicting and all but calling for mass violence and rioting in the streets. This is inflammatory. It's dangerous. It's against the rule of law. And we, the people, must say this is not who we are. I just want to say I did that better than Biden did. I just, I just want to say, <laughs> I just want to say, if you can't see the similarities of what we just read from King, King George, right, to right. Parliament, and if you can't see the similarity to that, if you can't see the similarity of the Pharisees to Christ, these guys, that guy is destroying our system. He's coming against our God. He's lying. He's not the son of God, and he claims to be. We should kill him. Well, look what Paul did. Right. Same thing. People would come against him. We should kill him because he's destroyed. Uh, the, Acts 21, Acts 19, 
you can see the stories. They align so well. They literally point the finger and accuse and accuse. And because of the sinfulness of man, they'll look at an accusation faster than they will truth. And this nation now, listen, in this nation, we're considered guilty till proven innocent. It's no longer innocent till proven. We don't even look at the heart of man anymore and say, what, what's going on here? A woman can say, he raped me, and now it's just believed. We should just yeah. believe them for saying that. A man could say, or a gay guy can say, well, he did this to me. Someone could cry racism, and we just believe him because they're black or because they're Mexican or because of this. And don't come at me with this crap, okay? You know exactly what I'm saying, and it's provable. Uh, what's his name? The actor guy hiring somebody and wrote a check uh, in Chicago. Oh, uh, just Jesse Smollett, whatever his name is. If you still believe Jesse Smollett, you are on the wrong side. And I don't invoke this whole right no. side of history, but if you still believe him, you are mistaken. Dude, he was proven. You he are, got, he you got, are led astray. Um, um, Mike Shotwell just said Biden should be called out for plagiarizing King George. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to start that hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the funny thing about that is I'm guessing he understood this. Biden is known for plagiarizing speeches. He, he takes speeches he all sure. the time and plagiarizes them. Well, you know, place, they do it. You know? they, they do that stuff. Now, I just want to read this. This was the response from our founders to the king of Great Britain. Listen very closely to what our founders were saying. This is where we have to we got to think of principle and not emotion, not get upset. Think principally how your words come out so you're not found in contempt. OK, listen closely. This is what the founder said. It was December 6, 1775. Uh, December 13th, I'm sorry. We are accused of forgetting the allegiance which we owe to the power that has protected and sustained us. I just read that in the proclamation the king gave to the, to the people or to the parliament. What allegiance is that we forget? What allegiance is it that we forgot, he said? Allegiance to parliament? We never owed and we never owned it. Who told us we were supposed to be in allegiance to that? That's, By natural rights of man, we shouldn't have to be in allegiance to any one man. And that's such an important line because people don't understand what was the war for independence about. They didn't recognize allegiance to parliament now here, or the king. Now, here's why. Go ahead. He says, allegiance to our king? Our words have never avowed it. We've never come against the king. We didn't even come against parliament, they said. We oppose the claim and exercise of unconstitutional powers to which neither the crown nor parliament were ever entitled. In other words, you're exercising unconstitutional powers and authority. That's what we're against. That's exactly it. It has nothing to do with you. It's what you do that I'm against. Y'all, if y'all ain't praying for Biden and salvation, if, you, if we're not praying for Democrats and their salvation, we got this wrong. Right. I'm not against them. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan, not get behind me, Peter. Right? <laughs> it's, it's the fruit that it's, matters. It's, right? Yes, dude. I'm against about. their own constitutional policy. And if they continue in this crap, if they continue in this vein, then it's our job to remove them by voting. And I want people to fully understand that's what the war for independence was about. People think stamp tax, stamp tax and they just wanted to be independent and the crown was kind of being mean to them. No, the crown and parliament were not upholding the constitution that the colonies – were under there was a constitution over the land and the colonies and the colonists were saying you're not upholding the constitution you're treating us differently than the people on the island you're being unconstitutional what do we do here because you're not respecting the same law you expect us to abide by i mean think about it dude we could go out and do if god calls us to fight we fight right but at this point it's so above us right now this is all spiritual right now 
you can't turn the tide of the prince of the power of the air by yourself. Right. It is literally a spiritual battle. We've got to recognize this. We've got to be fasting and praying for this. If our founders did it, what makes us think the nation will return if we can't do it? And, dude, they weren't just fasting. They were praying, fasting, and repenting. Right. 1, over 1,500 government-issued days of prayer and fasting and proclamation to the Lord and repenting of their sins. Legit. So we say the sin of slavery. Dude, they were consistently repenting, consistently repenting of the evils that they did. Even uh, to where I, I forget his name. Uh, that, that issued the proclamation before Washington had it read to his troops. He said that God wouldn't be mad at us. He wouldn't be, his, his anger would be, wouldn't be against us. Then when we go into this course of war, we would repent of our sins so he wouldn't have his displeasure against us, right? Listen to another excerpt from our founders to this, okay? We know of no laws. This is another excerpt of their response to the king of Great Britain. We know of no laws binding upon us, but such as have been transmitted to us by our ancestors and such have been consented by, to ourselves our, or our representatives elected for that purpose. What laws? What laws stamped with these characters have we withstood? We have indeed defended them, and we will risk everything, do everything, and suffer everything in their defense. What he's saying here is, we didn't go against you. We're actually defending our rights. We're defending the law by going against you. It's not going against you because you're not upholding it. We're defending the rights. We're defending the Constitution. You say I'm being unconstitutional. No, no, no. I'm defending it against you. See what I'm saying? I love you enough, President Biden, right, to say you're doing this wrong. I love you enough, President Trump, to say you're wrong about this. You were wrong about some things. And a patriot would do that. A real Christian would do that. It doesn't matter what position of office they hold. There's a respect factor, yes, but there's no position that will hold me from telling you the truth. Therefore, you and I, right, easy E, his last show today, easy E, <laughs> no, I'm kidding, dude, easy E, like all of us here, all of us watching this, have a duty before God to love people in truth. I don't care if he's Republican. I don't care if he's conservative. I don't care if he's Christian. I don't care if he's a Democrat. We have a job to do to say, Lord, this is your word and needs to be preached, mm -hmm. right? And they're breaking the law. Not only that, they're breaking God's law. We can't expect them to hold constitutional law if they're not even keeping God's law. Right. That's where it starts. We've got to preach the gospel. The law of God is, has been forgotten by most of our representatives. And I dare say the ones on the Republican side, too. Oh, yeah. There's many of them. Many of them. Not all of them, but many of them. They would rather see us take guns up than do fasting and prayer. They would rather see us fall to the hand of the Democrats because it's easy. And that's, because they're promised some kind of riches. And that's where, where we really have to be careful uh, as a conservative movement is do not get swept up in the anger and vitriol and violence. Because as soon as you do, you give them every excuse. Now, there's been some thoughts that there's a theory that the whole reason they did this speech this way was hopefully to incite some conservatives yeah, to act desperately. And so that way, then they can point the finger and say, see, see, they're committing violence. You we told need you. Us. We, we told, told you. They're unhinged. They're crazy. If you go to a rally, keep your eyes peeled for anybody who's trying to cause violence or chaos. Stop them in their tracks. So, so what did he say? On January 6th, they brutally attacked police. There was no police there to stop the doors. <laughs> the police and, opened the doors. And, and what was it? Two police officers were injured. Now, one of them, one police officer died. They tried to say he got hit with a fire extinguisher. It wasn't true. He had a stroke. My guess is the stress of the day and everything caused the stroke. He had already had health problems, right? One of the people that had entered the property got shot and was killed. Now, 
let's go to May 29th when leftists went and tried to storm the White House. They burned a guardhouse. They tried to burn a church down. Hundreds of officers were involved in the whole thing. Trump had to go to a bunker. You know what they did? They made fun of him. They mocked him for going down into the bunker. You want to talk about insurrection? People trying to storm the White House and burning buildings down? Maybe we could make this comparative, but what happened? Nobody's houses got raided. Nobody got drugged through the law system. Nobody got put in solitary confinement. Great. Good word, dude. But old ladies with cancer get thrown in jail for several months because they were walking around the Capitol building. The, Which, what, what's the quote? You know, um, um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Did you lose it? Yeah, I lost it. <laughs> and, I love, no, I love but, these conversations. I think um, the one thing we want to get across, even with this, what what would be your ending piece for this? Right. Like what 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 would be you and telling them an action item? Because so I want you guys to know I'm not I I'm, I I love hosting this podcast. I love doing it. But you do a lot, like a lot of the work. You 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 put together our, our maps and uh, things like that. And then I can go home and research like a lot of what you're putting down. So I get up and I start researching things. And I'm like, ooh, that would be good to say here. But I think you really have a stream. You don't just want to hit things. You, I'm talking to you directly. What what are we getting? Because we're seeing this consistently now. And I, I think right. the people are like, okay, yeah, I know. It's bad. What do I do? I think it's a very good question. Like, it, it, it seems so banal. But the idea of actually figuring out who will represent you matters so deeply. You know, um, I'm just going to say it because we had her on. I it, it broke my heart that Melissa Martz lost, right? It broke my heart. I don't like masks. Me neither. We both said like that, it, right? Um, I I think the guy and mass open open invite. If you ever want to come on, uh, defend yourself by all means. We're we're not you know shutting you out. I just compromise. That's the issue. There's 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 too much compromise. You need people with deep conviction and principle on what matters to protect liberty. That's your first step. The other step is, and it's something we've been talking a lot about, hopefully you know, we'll be able to roll some things out real quick yeah. here for you guys, but self-sufficiency. I want you to think about this. Everybody's talking about food shortages and, and droughts and all of that. Let's, let's just think about that for a second. Sure. Let's say all of the food disappears in the grocery store. What are you going to do? So literally, we were talking about last night, me and a friend of mine who are out here, um, is, is this idea of self-sufficiency. But also, mm -hmm. too, like, let's, let's think about a third thing. You and I are coming up with a plan for our church mm -hmm. to and carry how our local church can keep government officials accountable, what's coming down the pike, who can right. manage that, who's sending us the warning shots, right? Hey, so churches so are in the know, so sound the alarms. Let's go to those school board meetings. Let's go to those County council meetings. Let's make sure the mayor's this, whatever. So we're putting together this plan. How does that work and look? I don't know. You know, it's, it's something new for us. Yeah. I was so focused on constitution teaching for a long time that all of a sudden now it's been on my heart for a while. Like, Lord, can you give me an idea please on how to do this? And, and, and there are people that do it, but we're not doing this to create a, a board of, Hey, we got 300 chapters. Yeah. We want to show this to be effective first, and then you model and emulate it at your church. We want movement. Right. So so we're excited because we still have churches inviting us to come. 
uh, which is really awesome. And and I dare say some of some of you say you're preaching the choir. No, no, most churches are ignorant to this. They really are. Yeah. And we do get a lot of flack when we go to churches too, because we don't stand for a side. We stand for truth, right? Now, I think what's cool is we're gonna get this thing involved, and, and that's why I wanted you to explain like right. what can we do. So one is self-sufficiency. Because I and and I'll connect back to that in a second. I think self-sufficiency is so important because convenience ends up being their control, right? Uh. So if, if it's convenient to go and buy your groceries at the grocery store as opposed to growing your own garden, that's also an area of control over your life. And I'm not saying you got to get off the grid and get away from everybody. You may have to. But you may have to. And, and Melissa and I, been, we, we have a garden. We're looking to expand. And one of the things that I keep telling her, and I want you to start thinking about this this way. This is not a hobby. But I want you to think, how many calories can we replace week to week by growing our own versus purchasing? Because if you have your own garden, but you're only growing 50 calories, that's not going to help anybody. If you can produce uh, 1,500 calories, 2,000 calories from your garden, that's getting more into the realm. I think it's so important for you to start thinking, how can I start being able to be self-sufficient, having a plan B in case the system collapses, whatever, not trying to scare no, and it's fear, not fear. It's smart. It's smart, right? And the other beautiful part of it is you insulate yourself from them being able to control you. And that includes your, your internet footprint. It includes uh, your work footprint. It includes everything. People, people who are like, my job, you know, they, they want to force me to get a vaccine. My heart goes out to you, but they have something in control over you. Agreed. Do you want to uh, continue agreed. that? Nailed it. Do you want to continue that process or do you want to have liberty right now to get back to the, the church government connection? Our church has caught flack. We've had people commenting online of, yeah, I like this church until they got all governmental. Yeah, well, we're trying to protect your liberties and rights. So, you know, 20 years down the road, they're not knocking on your door. You're welcome. I, I, this, is, this is a line that I will use in a sermon in the future. The fact that you say that what we're doing is political, right, proves to me that you think government is moral, that they're in control of morality. So we They're start, the arbiters of morality. Because when you, we start talking about uh, transgenderism, abortion, uh, homosexual marriage, all these other things, right, schools and implementation, yeah. if you say that that's political, then you don't, you don't see God as the arbiter of morality. You see government as. We start hitting those issues, you automatically think of government, not God's word. Right. And there have been that's cases bold. in the U.S. where kids have been taken from parents because the parents would not approve Texas, the transgender Texas. stuff. There's a, there's a dad fighting. Yep. I, I don't know what happened with that story. He but lost. He lost. There you go. He lost. He lost because the kid you now can choose. But if that kid had open bottles of liquor, he'd be he'd, he the, the parents would get in trouble for that. Right. But he can choose sex changing surgery. And of course, or the, she. Well, I don't the, know who. The, the mom pushed the whole thing. This is getting off the rails a little bit. But the mom pushed the whole thing. The dad was against it. The boy would say to the dad, "I I don't really like wearing dresses or whatever. You know, I I like being a boy." But the mom had the courts so convinced that this is what the boy really wanted that the courts took away any responsibility from the father and put the kid in their hands, right? So to say, well, we can't get involved in that, you know, separation of church and state. You've just determined that Satan is a better ruler of your government than God. And people say, oh, that's, that's a false paradox. I'm sorry. 
Where in the Bible does it say you can choose a third route? Where's the third rail in the Bible? The neutral option. Where does Scripture tell you, oh, well, if I just take this lane, it's secular and, and the spiritual realm doesn't get involved? It's not there. So if you've determined I will not allow the church, the body of Christ, to get involved in government, to have their say, to influence politics, government, and daily affairs of running your government, what you are saying is, well, I'd rather have Satan do it. I, you hit it. I think, too, um, Pastor Todd yesterday kind of said it boldly, right? And the one thing we have to watch out for as Christians, too, the people that comment, they're just keyboard warriors. If they don't have the Matthew 18 approach to come up to you directly and say, hey, I have an issue, don't even listen to them. Get, it's Churchill quote. Can't stop. You never reach your destination. Keep throwing stones and barking dogs. Let them do it. Let them do it. Let them do it at night. Let them do what they do, right? Because the fruit of their life, the fruit of the life, the fruit of their life will show. The fruit of their tree will be shown to all. God will judge the fruit of their tree, right? If we, I dare say this, Pastor Todd, myself, you, Pastor Jan, any pastor that's standing right now, God's not going to say to us when we get up to the pearly gates, right? When we're up there and we're, 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 we're before him, he's going to say, you. You served me too hard. hard. You served me too much. You were you too stood, enthusiastic. You, you for stood my for me too much. Yeah. No, Lord, we we did what we could in every facet and sphere of government, society, to be involved as a church to bring the kingdom of heaven on earth. That's what you commanded me to do. That's would, what I. That's what I was called to do. Would God say to you, "I didn't want to be involved in that area of the world"? Would He really say that? I didn't want to be involved in that area. I didn't want to be involved in that thing. Would God really say that to you? Or would he say, thank you, because I wanted to get involved in that for your good? Yes. So if God establishes family, see, he, he creates governments. He establishes, right? He establishes learning areas, people to teach, how to teach. He established the fivefold ministry, right? Apostles are in business, too. He creates them, CEOs, those kinds of things, people who are growers. He created teachers. He created those things. He created our minds to transmit messages, right? The word word means carrier, right? So now we have technology. If this is created by man and God created man, why wouldn't he want us involved in every area to change it for his glory? I mean, think about this, right. guys. This is why the, the, the battle of the mind is not as battle difficult as you think. It's really not. I was thinking about this yesterday, the other day, uh, uh, that, that, when we go to, to ask the Lord for things, you got to ask him for the whole thing. You can't just say, you know what, Lord, the armor of God, I need the whole armor, but I only need my breastplate today. You need the whole thing to fight the war. Mm -hmm. If that's the case, then we need all areas of our country, government, world, every sphere needs to be involved. If we're supposed to be the ones feeding the poor, why is the government doing it? Why are we still sending money to Ukraine? Right. Right. We have people here who can't even feed themselves. They, they don't have I, this. This is where, okay, Lord. I see it. I understand the judgment of it. I get it where we're going. Give us the plan, Lord, to stand. Lord, let us go down swinging if it's going to go down. If you, if you will this thing to go down, let me go down swinging. Let me bring as many souls into the fold as possible. Lord, give us the opportunities to preach the gospel. Let us go walk through those doors boldly, Lord, so we can proclaim this word to them. Lord, let's go. Give us an opportunity to go sit with those representatives, Lord, and warn them. Because at least if we warn them, Lord, it's not in my hands anymore. Yeah. I've done my job. I've done my duty. Lord, open a door for us to go talk to President Biden. I'm believing for that stuff. Right. I believe still I'm going to meet Trump. 
and sit with them and say, dude, look, this is what the Constitution says. Can we just talk about this? I want to do that. And that's not a far-fetched prayer to me. He's just a man. He's a man before God, just like me. He's got a soul, just like me. It's not about, I, I respect the position. So I want men to walk in truth. Dude, I would want people to tell me as a pastor, hey, man, I just see this error in the scripture. I would hope someone would do that to me. I would hope someone would say, man, dude, you know, the thing you did with your son yesterday, bro, that was pretty harsh. That's a brother. They love you. That's correction. You want that. And I want that in our government. I want that in our school systems, right? I don't want parents to keep lying to their kids. And we're lying to the parents now. Guys, listen, if you still have, I, I took social media off my phone. I can't do it. I, di I did. I haven't had it on my phone for a week and a half now. I am so liberated. And I only check it at the office when I have to go on there because people comment right. or whatever. I got, I don't want to follow that. I got enough to follow in the word. How did we do it? Back in the day, the word. So when situations came up, it wasn't what was on social media. It was what was in the word that combated this. It was by the Holy Spirit what combated this. I don't want social media anymore. And we should stop being on social media. We're feeding the narrative. We are. We're feeding the narrative here. I don't want my, my, my position to be focused on. So, the ministry has its things. Do it, right? I don't want to do it anymore. I got to keep my mind sharp and clear. I got to be sober and vigilant. I can't be worried about what homeboy's doing here or what Shapiro said here or what Rogan said here. I don't look, dude, good for them. I got to keep moving forward. We got to keep preaching the gospel. We got a church to run, man. We got a church to get out there in the cities and the streets. We've got a church to build, man. We've got to train up apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers. We've got to edify the body. We're, we're on a roll now. We're, we're humming, dude. Yep. You, me, right? Building schools of ministry, self-evident, going out and reaching the masses. We got to do this. And if our focus is derailed, we won't reach the destination. We got to go to Rome, Paul said. I'm going to Rome. And everything tried to stop him from going to Rome, and he went to Rome. Well, folks, <laughs> we, got, we, got, we got to go to Rome. That's such a good symbol, too. Think about that. Paul went straight to Rome. He was even told, look, if you go to Jerusalem— you're going to be bound like this belt over, over these wrists and feet, and you're going to be dragged to Rome. Paul's like, yeah, that's where I want to go. I want to go straight to Caesar. God. Think about that. What a man of God, dude. Paul goes, "Wow, I want to go straight to the top. I want to go to the center of the world. I want to go into the middle of the wow. establishment. I never thought of that. You're right. That's, uh, why would we not? Martin Luther. He went right to the Pope, dude. He did. He, he was right like, to the I'm going straight to the top. Why? Because the top is bringing the influence down across the world. Why would I say, I don't want to get wow. involved in that. I just, I just want to stay in the synagogue in Jerusalem. No, man. I want to go to Rome. Yep, yep. And you know, guys, you who, who have this fear, I think you're the one given a word to give. And the fear comes because you know that word. And then it's like what Jeremiah said. It's like a fire shut up in my bones. Mm -hmm. that, that comment, that scripture is referring to a word he had to give to a nation. He, he was afraid to do it. Yep. But he did it anyway because he said it's like a fire shut up in my bones. It wasn't about being endowed with the spirit. It was about there's a word I have to give Something to a nation. He could not hold I, can't, I can't resist this. Yeah. I've got to give it. Don't live in fear. If God gave you a word to preach, preach it. If God gave you a word for somebody, say it. If God gave you an unction to pray, pray. If God gave you an unction to pray and lay hands on somebody, do it. If God gave you an unction to study the word, study. If God gave you an unction to go do a, go do it. Now's not the time to hold back. The time is to move forward. Now do it soundly and in wisdom. 
make sure you're studied up in the word. Make sure the spirit of God, you, you and you're having a direct relationship with God that he speaks to you. You know the voice of God. You want to know how you hear the voice of God correctly? It lines up with the word. Right. So and, be, be wise. And build up, edify, encourage, and unify yes. the body around you. We're ministers of reconciliation. So go reconcile the lost to Christ. Go reconcile the hurting from church hurt back into church. Go reconcile the, the, the dark to light. Go do that. Go reconcile brother to brother. Link up in arms. Churches, listen. It's not time anymore to be divided. We could sit and point fingers and poke holes and all this other stuff, but you know what? The, the, the people who speak against the Joel Osteens and the, the Furtics and all these other guys, one day the Furtics and the, the Osteens and all these guys, if they're preaching heretically, will have to give an account. One day there's going to be a day of reckoning in this nation where we're all going to have to shut up and join together. So it's time to start putting an olive branch out there and saying, look, dude, I see your, your, your teachings is not good, whoever they are, right? Because I think the people that are on YouTube are just the same. They're, right. they're mocking the ones Stephen. pointing at Yeah, them. same <laughs> thing, right? They're doing the same thing that they are. We're going to have a day of reckoning here where it's going to be like, we need each other. Yeah. We need each other. So do a Matthew 18 and go to them. Don't air out dirty laundry. We're just seeing so much division now, right? Now's the time to rectify and unify. And we really got off topic, but it's fun. <laughs> Any good comments this. before yeah, we dude, leave? Really, really good. Uh, Gloria Tucker just said, be a disciple and make disciples. Amen. Uh, let's see. Uh, amen. God is faithful to bring you through it. Um, <clears throat> absolutely. I'd rather be corrected than continue to be deceived. Right. Uh, Jan said, we only talk about what's in the Bible. Sorry, the government got involved too. <laughs> <laughs> um, these are biblical issues, yeah. I mean, this is Michael Shotwell said it right. I would have never imagined a world that we're living in today. I mean, it's I don't think we ever grew up thinking one day there's going to be dudes that think they're chicks. Yeah. Like it just never would have even come on the stratosphere. Right. And now it's like because it's not the majority. It's the media. The majority of people don't believe this. They don't. The media is pushing it like it's normal, but it's not. You ask any of the majority of Americans, they'd be like, no, that's freaking weird. Yeah, like, I don't want that. You know what I mean? Now, they could be they don't want to get in trouble. So they're like, yeah, yeah okay. I support it. But like yeah. for the most part, if you listen to man's contents, they're like, nah, they don't want this. And so, and so you see that movement pushing against it. Right. And, and you get the institution that tries to, to push this agenda. Right. But there are many of you Truth. and it scares them. It really does. It really does. And dude, this is why, this is why we do what we do. Right. So we, Mikey is everybody. Give Mike a hand clap. That, that, you know, yeah. Every, everybody, Everybody, um, where's Taps? We need to play the song Taps because um, Easy E, we loved having you on the podcast, buddy. It was so fun. And uh, you're, oh, here it is. Oh, we got it for you guys. I don't know. My Everybody. Everybody, let's just take in memoriam. Um, hats off. Hats off to Easy E. As uh, he was, he was a he was a producer. Yep. He he sat in the chair. He um, did the best he could, folks. He just couldn't measure up. He was here and present. And I just want to say that <laughs> Easy E. Um, yeah, you sure were. 
You sure were. Any last words, Easy E? I don't know if this is a joke or, <laughs> <laughs> or if you guys are actually trying to get rid of me. No, dude. No, we so love I'm, you. I'm, all right, stop, no, stop we the music. music. We, we wouldn't fire you stop, on the show. Stop the music now. We're just going to fire you after the show. Yep. <laughs> this is all a joke. No, it works for me. No, 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 man. He's he's amazing. No, we're, we're totally kidding, bro. We love having him. You got some good insight, bro. So we love having you yeah, on. Yeah, we man. didn't hear anything from yeah, him today, he did he we? didn't get a word in edgewise. So... You and your loud mouth. Oh, uh, well, do we want to extend the podcast another hour? The, oh, because uh, you have so much to say? Oh, no. Um, no. Uh, I guess everything that I kind of took from it, it's the problem becomes, especially politically, when there is a, a specific demographic of people targeted as the enemy. Sure. And when the masses are told, this is who you need to go after. Mm -hmm. This is what we're seeing. Sure. We're seeing we're we are being targeted as public enemy number one. And it it's tough because it happens time after time after time. And we point to history and everybody's like, yeah, 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 yeah whatever. No, listen to history and hear the words. Yeah, that's why right. it, that's why we talked about this many times. I'm not knocking the prophetic, but it's not really prophetic to call it. It's history. It's history. This is this is so done in history. Right. That we see the progression. The more immoral a nation becomes, I mean, this was this is predicted years ago. This was said because of experience. The more immoral a nation becomes, the more it falls. The greater the greater the fall will be. It's, it's truth. Right. So it's not it's 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 our duty to cry out to a holy God, a just God, and say, Lord, you're greater than this. You're greater than the imaginations of the world. You're greater than the governments of the world. Lord, you're the King of Kings. I don't know what else to do except pray and and and, and fight on your behalf as far as preach the gospel. Exactly. You want me to take up arms, Lord? I'll do it. But I don't see that, Lord. I need you to help me walk this walk. I need you to help self-evident develop its message better. I need you to hone us in, Father, and what you want us to do in the next season. Um, working with the church or whatever, that's fine. Let's do it. I I'm good with it. Lord, hone in our church. Give us the mentality of what we need to walk in this vision, Father, of the word and the spirit coming together. What does that look like, Lord, on a greater scale? How do we show other people this? How do we send our evangelists? How do we activate our prophetic team? How do we activate our, you know, just the, Lord, give us vision to walk this thing out. You didn't bring me in here, Father, to, to drop me. You didn't put me in this situation to drop me, Lord. I pray everybody's praying this right now. You didn't bring us this far, Lord, to drop us. You brought us here, Lord, to bring the kingdom of heaven on earth. Lord, we need you. We need the gospel to be permeated. Lord, use us. We'll do it. And we, he has used us. I'm saying for you, if, if you're still struggling on, what am I called to, Lord? Use me. Send me. I'll go and quit saying no to him. He wants to, he wants to love you and use you. He does. He wants to use you. He wants to use your testimony. Guys, you don't need a ministry like self-evident to go do it. People are at your gas stations, grocery stores. We've harped on this so many times. That's how we started, was literally just going out. I was working in another ministry doing this stuff. I didn't need this ministry. I didn't need self-evident. We just we started it because people wanted to support us and we wanted to make sure that they were get their tax things, whatever they call it. <laughs> so we did it. It wasn't like we, we sat there and thought, man, you know, what should our ministry? No, we just wanted to go out and preach pe to people, mm -hmm. get those kids in schools, you know, the colleges and stuff. That was our heart. And it still is. Pray to the Lord for direction and wisdom in your life. What is your family called to do? What, what are you doing at your local church? If your pastor won't do it, will you do it? Will you stand? Will you be a part of it? So this is this is the last thing I have. Uh, hear me out on this. Uh, my stepfather is Jehovah Witness, right? 
and I, I got the opportunity to talk to him and show him my faith for real, which is something I'd been wanting to do forever. And I learned that the, the main thing keeping him as a Jehovah Witness is the fact that the Bible says that in God's people, there's unity. And he sees so much disorder and so much, so much disagreement happening amongst the church today that the only quote-unquote organized group are the Jehovah Witnesses. Now, they do have their own sure. kind of sure. whole umbrella Tradition. that sure. yeah. sh shoots out information, but sure. hear me out on this. We need to stop making believers. We need to stop making people who only hear the word. We need to start making disciples. Nailed it. Stop making heroes, he's rehired start making people who hear the word Play and then revelry. also do it who hear from god dude. and also yeah. do god's will i love that dude you nailed it because disciples reproduce you want to know a true disciple he reproduces we need right. to become unified in the name of christ 100 percent, dude you nailed it believers real believers will believe that's an action word right so instead of saying people believe in god well then what's the next step then everybody can give everybody can do and that's where the roles of the fivefold come into place, right? The evangelist uh, uh, brings the fish into the boat, right? They, they find the new believers. They get the new converts. Then the pastors come alongside them and help them heal wounds. The teacher raises them up to become a next-level next disciple. Sure. The prophet speaks the truth into them of the word of God, and the apostle builds the systems for them to be able to be plugged into, right? All of those roles are very important. Yeah, totally. So what is your role? What is, right? yeah, what is, what is, what is your, your part? What is your part? We found ours. Right. We, we'll, and there's more for you. There's more for me. I'm sure I'll do more in the future. Uh, I see my wife walking into some cool things. I mean, even her, <laughs> her getting on a podcast is like, all right, Massey and Mike suck. You're right. She gets on the podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. Look at the revelation. I'm like, I just said that like last week. So like Mike, I hope you took notes. Uh, I, I know I'm fired. You go ahead and play taps. I know I'm out of here after this one. That's so, right. Yeah, that's right. No. And you'll see her more on the podcast. Mike and I've been talking about ideas to include. I know she wants to do some different things as well. But Gloria just said it, be doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving yourselves, the Bible says. That's King James translation. It's in James. Be doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. Uh, that's true. So, guys, again, we love you so much. God bless you. Um, if you guys want to support us, go on to the selfevidenttruth.com. Become a torchbearer. Um, have we worked out the plan for these things? Can we kind of let that? No. Not yet. Not yet. Damn. Not yet. I, I really want to, but let's so, let's wait. Yeah, we 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 got we wanted to do some unique things. Everybody kind of does the coffee mug thing, you know, the sticker thing. We'll do probably some of that stuff. But if you become a torchbearer, we got some really cool things coming. Some private, uh, 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 exclusive content that's mm -hmm. coming. Some private teachings that are coming. Just we're we're trying to develop this to to make it more to where I think our local government presence is going to be stronger. Uh, obviously, but we're we're doing that. And then as well, like just a one-time donation helps us continue to kick butt and do what we do as best we can. Um, it's, it's anointed. God, this is fertile ground. God is using us. Uh, and, and it's pretty, if you think about it, it's pretty stinking awesome. He used a kid from Sleepy Eye who just was a kid. You know what I mean? That I hated life and God changed my life. You know, he, he, he completely restored me uh, to the kingdom of light. He took me from the kingdom of darkness and he totally transformed me. I want to tell that to people. You want to say that to people. You want to tell people that you want to preach the gospel and, and proclaim the kingdom of God. So go ahead and sow into the ministry if you want to do that. If you have not subscribed, get on that subscription. 
all the subscriptions. Get on the subscriptions. Subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast. And you can do it all. Like, we got a bunch of Apple comments. Do you see the Apple comments coming up? We got a few new ones, which is exciting. Yeah. And all that stuff. We love being bold because being bold in this day and age isn't really tough. You can say it from behind a camera. Don't worry about the persecution. It's promised. Just keep preaching the word. God will protect you. Keep pushing. Keep pushing through. God bless you guys. We love you. We'll see you Friday. 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 All right. Love you. Love you guys.